1: Good, everybody. Welcome into the early edge MMA style. After a rare week off, the world of MMA is back two times this weekend. Bellator Friday night live on Showtime. And then, of course, Saturday, the return of the UFC after a week off. And we are here for you. It doesn't matter the sport, we're going to have a show just for you. So let's bring in the star of this show. He's been really good the last couple of weeks, cashing tickets. Andrew Gombas. Welcome back to the early
0: edge. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Happy to be here. I, I hate weeks off of UFC. So I'm itching to get back at it this weekend. We've got UFC. We've got Bellator. So I'm pumped to dive right into it.
1: All right, let's jump into it right now. So the first fight we're looking at Bellator prelims seven Eastern on Friday night. The main card starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time from my favorite arena, aside from Madison square garden, Mohegan sun arena, I lived 45 minutes from there for 10 years. It's an amazing arena, an amazing setup. So we're going to go to the lightweights here, Andrew. Achilles Moda, minus 120 is a favorite. Mike camel plus 110. Uh, this is almost a coin flip when you have these numbers in the world of MMA. Talk to me.
0: Yeah. So I cashed on Mike Hamill last time as an underdog looking to do it again here. His record's a little bit deceiving. Um, he doesn't have that impressive of a record on paper, but if you look a little bit deeper, he's fought really good competition. One of his losses is a DQ win where, where he threw an illegal strike, um, to an opponent that opted to not continue. So again, like I said, deceiving record. He comes from a wrestling background. He is very, very high pace, um, and his opponent likes to put his back against the fence, which I think is going to be his downfall here. Um, I favor Mike Hamill to win.
1: All right, Mike Hamill plus the one ten. Now the other pick from Bellator on Friday night uh, involves a name that has been bantered about a lot this week because of the bantamweights taking center stage in UFC. And in Bellator, the pettis name, and specifically Sergio Pettis, plus 145 Bantamweight weight title is on the line against Kyoji or Gucci, a minus 167 favorite. Talk to me.
0: Yeah, so to your point, this is an awesome fight at 135 pounds. Um Horiguchi coming from rising. He's fought in Bellator before they've done a little bit of cross promotion in the past. Um, Horiguchi fought Darian Caldwell twice, once under the rise banner, once under the Bellator banner, he won both those fights. Um, so looking to reclaim that belt here that he never lost, um, against Sergio Pettis who has, has put on a nice run lately. He looked really good. He cashed as an underdog against, um, Juan Archuleta in his last fight. Um, he, he's on a roll, but I, I think it ends here. I like Horiguchi in this spot. I like like his speed advantage. Um, I think his movement's better. I think the way Pettis fights, um, he's a little bit flat-footed, which in this kind of style matchup, I don't think it's going to end well for him. I like Horiguchi. He's awesome cardio, very well-rounded, trains out of a great gym. Um, I'm comfortable laying him as a favorite here.
1: I tell you what, I know all too well that Pettis cashed as an underdog last time because I bet against him I bet against him but this time I'm going to bet against him and cash all right let's move on to UFC Saturday night back at the apex 7 p.m. Eastern is the prelims main card at 10 p.m. Eastern time let's go to the lightweights this is on the prelim card Claudio Puelas plus 100 as the uh, slight, very slight underdog taking on Chris Grutzamacher minus 105 talk to me
0: yeah, so I, I came on the early edge last week because I was so excited about getting this pick out. I had a feeling the line was going to move, so I really wanted everyone to get in. Um, Claudio Puelles at plus money. He was plus 120 when I gave that pick out last week. He's about plus 100, um, depending on what book you have right now. I still like him. Um, I think he has a big grappling edge here. Chris Gritzmacher was being taken down by Hoffa Garcia in his last fight. After Garcia even was completely exhausted. Um, I like. I like playlists to get it done here.
1: Yeah, that's a great example. And we always say educate and entertain. The reason that Andrew gave the plays out in two of them, the next one we're going to come right now is to beat the number. He knew the number would move. We got 20 cents of movement. And if you bet every single day, 20 cents is a lot. Every single movement matters. Now this next play really hasn't moved all that much. We have a great example of one that did. But one that kind of stayed around the same. And that is Jake Matthews, minus 170, taking on Jeremiah Wells, Jeremiah Wells, excuse me, plus 155. This is Welterweights, and it's on the prelim card. Talk to me.
0: Coach, you hit the nail on the head with line movement. I mean, um, with Puelas, we got a lot of closing line value there. I wouldn't be surprised if that closes even more of a favorite in his favor. Um, Here, I thought the same thing would happen. I I made sure to get on Jake Matthews early at minus 185. He's still around minus 180, minus 175. I know there's even as low as a 170 out there. Um, But I really like him in this spot. I cap him probably upwards of minus 225, minus 250 even. Outside of a round one knockout, I'm really not sure how Jeremiah Wells wins this fight. Um, he came into the UFC early this year. He, was, uh, he seemed to be on his way to gassing out after the first round and kind of as a last hurrah, landed a knockout punch. And I'm grateful that he did because I think if that fight got extended, he was probably going to lose. There's no way we'd be getting this discount on Jake Matthews here. So Matthews, better cardio, very good grappler, has more UFC experience, is much younger. I, I, all the signs tell me that Matthews should dominate this fight.
1: And listen to what Andrew said. He expects this to close maybe close to 240, 250. You're getting a ton of value at minus 170, but get it in this moment. All right, next fight on the card. We've got several picks from UFC this week, which is amazing. Uh, we're going to go Desko Todorovic. Minus 160 is a favorite. taking on Maki Patolo, plus 145. This is the final fight on the prelim cards in the middleweight division. Talk to me.
0: Yeah. So I like Maki Patolo here as an underdog. Um, a lot of people had high hopes for Dusko Todorovic coming into the UFC, but he's shown to have some really bad defensive tendencies on the feet and against a guy who hits as hard as Maki Patolo does. Um, it's just, it's not a good mix. Um, and also Patolo has that wrestling background if he needs it. Um, I don't think this fight will play out too much in the grappling. I expect Patolo to land some bombs and I, and I really think he's going to put him away. There's plenty of value as an underdog.
1: I love it. I love the fact that you picked three fights that are on the prelim cards. So we really, we're going to be interested for the entire night and not have to wait. So let's move on to our next one. This is going to be in the light heavyweight division. I love the 205s. Jimmy Kroot minus 160, Jamal Hill plus 150. Talk to me.
0: Yeah, I think Jimmy Crute has a really clear grappling path to win this fight. Um, Hill is a pretty good striker, but he doesn't really have that stunning knockout power. His, his defense is a little bit suspect for lack of a better term. Um, and his grappling hasn't looked great. He got his arm broken in his last fight. It it was disgusting. If you haven't seen it, I don't recommend watching it, but (laughs) Paul Craig literally snapped his elbow. Like it, he didn't tap out. His His arm was dangling down. It was. It was disgusting. Um, but if you go back a few years, Jimmy Crew out, out grappled Paul Craig. He was very young in his career at that point. He's only gotten better since then. I think this one is the the um, the path to victory here is clear to Jimmy Crew, who's someone who he's shown in the past that he knows where his advantages lie. He's had fights where he's gone up against pure strikers, and he goes out there and he knows exactly what to do. He gets right on the takedowns, and eventually will probably find a submission.
1: See, why did you have to do that now? Now I, along with everybody else, I'm going to have to go look up at that video <laughs> and get disgusted one more time because I Don't just can't help myself. Don't do it, he says. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, we got two big ones left. First, we're going to go to the co-main event. Oh, the... I love that. Brad Riddell, plus 105 <laughs> as the very slight underdog. We're going to go Rafael Fiziev 115 as the slight favorite. These are lightweights. I love 155. They're action-packed and I think this one will leave us not wanting more. I love this fight. What do you make of it?
0: Yeah, I mean, the UFC matchmakers were obviously thinking of the fans when they put this one together. This is a striker's delight. Um, Fazayev coming off of a big win over Bobby Green. I mean, we saw Bobby Green's performance against Ally Quinta at Madison Square Garden a couple of weeks ago. We were on him there. Um, Bobby Green's a good fighter, and Fazayev dominated him pretty much bell to bell. Um, I think some people are making a little bit too much of bobby green being competitive in round three and i I think some false narratives are going on right now that fazayev doesn't have good cardio and that he's gonna fade down the stretch i think he's gonna beat up brad riddell on the feet i think riddell is gonna be forced to try to shoot takedowns and i think even if the fight does hit the third round fazayev will probably be up two rounds to none, and he's probably gonna be um in control and i think um a a lot's being made of a little here so i I think we're getting a great price on fazayev at close to a pick
1: Yeah. I love when a lot is made out of a little and that little is on our side of the fence. So we'll take that a lot. I'm hoping one day the UFC will get to a point where all of their co-main events, just like they've done with their main events are five rounds. Because if you get into a co-main event, I just think you've arrived and, and you need to show the world that only your cardio is there, but also you can survive 25 minutes. I think there's a huge difference between three rounds and five rounds. Now the main event this week, Will be five rounds. Every championship fight is. Every main event now is. I love Rob Font. I'm such a big fan, Andrew, of Rob Font. Minus 140 as the favorite, taking on the former champion, who was a champion for like 10 years. And I was in attendance when Conor McGregor knocked him out in 13 seconds. I have never felt an arena like that. Except for the time me and The Rock were standing toe-to-toe. But that's another story for another time. This was an amazing night. Jose Aldo still going. Still believes he has championship caliber skills. Well, Saturday, he's got to prove it. This would be his last opportunity, in my opinion, to ever have a shot at a title. Your thoughts.
0: I'm so glad you brought up five rounds at the time you did. It worked out perfectly because Jose Aldo actually had come out and said in the past that he doesn't really like fighting in five rounders anymore. If he doesn't have to, I think Font's gonna have a big edge there. And you mentioned that you love Rob Font. I I do as well. I've cashed as, I've cashed on him as an underdog his last two fights. Um and I think this is another good matchup for him. I think um, the way Aldo's striking style is he kind of just stands in front of font and comes forward with a bit of a, of a Muay Thai style. I think standing in front of Rob font's a bad idea. He has a really mm-hmm. crisp jab. He's great cardio. And and I really favor him down the stretch. So I, I'm playing Rob Font here. I think he's going to win this fight.
1: And we only have to lay 40 cents for those people new to MMA betting. This is nothing. We bet straight up to 200 is kind of our baseline here on the show. And this this is well below that. I love this number. I love this in the main event. Do you think this number is going to go up but because or because of Jose Aldo's reputation that this this line could stay steady?
0: Yeah, so this this line's actually been trending downward. So it opened the first book you opened it open at minus one fifteen. So pick them on each side. Font immediately got bet all the way up to minus one seventy five, and over the past two weeks, it's kind of just been trending downwards. I mean, yeah. on one of my books, he's minus one thirty eight right now, and I haven't I haven't hit it yet because I think it could go down a little more. So if you like that number at minus one thirty eight, minus one forty. I think you're good to hit it. But if you're if you want to be patient and try to get the best number that exists, I'm like I am, I'm gonna wait a little bit and try to get minus 130, minus 135.
1: All right. Very good. And fantastic advice for all those new people at home that are just getting into it. Do not bet on MMA on your own. It's such a unique sport. There's so many different ways of doing it. It can be a lot of fun, but you need to have somebody help you. And that's why we are here. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, and it looks glorious, courtesy of my man, Andrew. Bellator, two plays. Mike camel, plus 110. Or Gucci in the main event, minus 167. And certainly, Andrew, if we're laying that much juice, the juice.
0: It's worth the squeeze. Let's go.
1: You're damn right it is. Let's go. I love that you finished that for me. Now, <laughs> let's go to the UFC. Puelas, plus 120. If you bet it last week, like we did You got 20 cents of value. Jake Matthews, minus 189. We believe it's going to go up. So get that in while you can. Maki Patolo, plus 145. Jimmy Crute, minus 160. Then the co-main, Fizziev, minus 115. Then in the main event, we're going to go with more Bantamweight action. Rob Font in what could be the deepest division in all of the UFC. So many great 135s. Rob Font, right now, he is the best. All right. There's only one thing left to do. Let's get our MMA mojo back after a week off and finish 2021. Very, very strong. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Bellator and UFC tickets straight to the pay window for my guy, Andrew Gombas for the jeweler puts it all together here at the brand. I am the coach. Tell all your friends. It doesn't matter the sport. It doesn't matter the day we're here for you at the early edge. Good luck.